there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 17 17 700. At last, the Scottish Cup semi-final weekend is here. Tomorrow, 12.15, the National Stadium. Falkirk against Inverness Cali Thistle. Hard to believe that a team from the Championship or the First Division are going to be in the final in June the 3rd. And who are they up against? Is it going to be Rangers? Is it going to be Celtic? The Celtic news at five tonight. Rio Hitati, Jota and Abada have trained, they're fit and available for the match. For Rangers, Connor Goldson, Ryan Kent and Scott Wright all trained today. With us, someone who's lifted the Scottish Cup on a number of occasions, but you can't remember how many, is Craig Moore, who's back with us. Hi, Craig. How you doing, Paul? Good. Yeah, looking forward to the next couple of hours building up to tomorrow and Sunday. And back in for the first time this week, distinguished journalist... (laughs) (laughs) Mark Guidi is with us. Mark... Uh, the talking's over we're looking forward to the weekend first of all what do you think Judgment Day on Sunday what do you think is going to happen I think it's going to be an absolute cracker Paul 50,000 split right down the middle 25,000 each supporters which is good Um both managers will be happy they'll get the players back they're trained today they'll get another session in tomorrow that doesn't mean they say though they'll be in the starting lineup. Uh, Paul there's absolutely everything to play for and a lot to lose uh, for both sides I think there's I think there's more pressure on Rangers to win the game in terms of if they don't they finish trophyless which for Rangers and Michael Beale is absolutely unacceptable and for Celtic if they win on Sunday the, the treble's pretty much in the bag which would mean five trophies out of six for Ange Postecoglou it would also mean Celtic's fifth treble in seven years which is absolutely incredible but what a game it's going to be Paul and this man is two more 20 years ago he helped Rangers win the te- treble 2003 beat Dundee in the final Lorenzo Amoruso uh, scored the goal and it came six days after they beat Dunfermline 6-1 at Ibrox and I think the six day gap between both games was exactly what Oz needed because I think he was still steaming on the Thursday night so <laughs> it, gave him, it gave him that extra day to, to, to I, 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 I love the way you finished that as well because I was trying to pick myself off the canvas here when you start talking about five trebles in, in seven seasons yeah. uh, but now nah, look it should be an absolute cracker no doubt about that uh, for me you know obviously the injured players that potentially can get that start very very important but I think the key the, the key battle is going to be if Rangers are able to stop Callum McGregor mm-hmm. because he is the heartbeat of that team then they, they have a really good opportunity if they can't then I think that Celtic will, will have more than enough to get over the line How do you stop him? Who stops him? What does Beal do to, to achieve that? I think that you will probably have... Uh, so when Rangers are not in possession, they don't have the ball, I think they'll drop into a, a 4-4-2 or 4-4-1-1 mark. Uh, and therefore, I think potentially Tillman will be the man that will try to stop uh, the supply to McGregor. Uh, and if that's successful uh, for a large part of the game, I think that gives Rangers a really good opportunity. Mark, do you think Tillman will be in that role? That key role for Rangers? <coughs> Can he do it? 
Uh, well, I think Tillman will certainly be in the starting yeah. 11 um, I think he is a potential match winner and I get that he's probably not risen to the heights to the standards that he can um, in old firm games so I think he's due one I think he's due a performance um, uh, against Celtic and by the way that could be the deciding factor in whether Rangers push the boat out to get him or not if he does really well uh, they'll be go and get him go and sort something out with Bayern Munich whatever that may be if he flops they'll probably just say oh, you could spend your money better elsewhere leave him alone send them back in here with us last night and we're going to hear from both managers in a moment we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu and from Michael Bale in your seat last night was uh, Stephen McGinn in mm-hmm. fact he was in your seat Mark I'm just looking over at you now because uh, Leanne Crichton was here right. what a weekend for Falkirk and for yeah. Inverness as well but our own Stephen McGinn going yeah. to lead the team out tomorrow you know 10 past 12 yeah. Hamden Park oh, d- delighted for Stephen well deserved you know he's had a really good career they might still have the, the biggest tie of all um, to come you know playing the Scottish Cup final against Celtic or Rangers uh, on June the 3rd but they play against a really good Inverness team and let's give credit when it's due to Billy Dodds um, former teammate of Oz is beside us here he's worked wonders um, at Inverness got him to the playoff final last year for, for promotion and um, has managed to keep them going under you know trying circumstances at different times during the point uh, of this season so but another really good game at Hamden uh, tomorrow Paul lunchtime kickoff. And the winners, you know, what a fantastic day they've got to look forward to. No, it's massive. Like I said, it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. Look, two teams from different divisions and very different form uh, in recent times since getting to, to the semi-final. Inverness Cali uh, at absolutely flying. Uh, and Falkirk have, have struggled since the, the really good result against there to get to this stage. But we've spoken about the Rangers-Celtic matches and, and how form and, and what have you goes out of the window for this type of game. I think you can say the same for this Falkirk in Vanessa. You know, I don't think the form that both teams are going to be up for it. Look, the underdogs clearly Falkirk, but we'll go in there knowing that they've got a, they've got a real chance. And the bonus, as you touch on, Mark, to to, to play in a Scottish Cup final for both clubs is is a huge, huge uh, incentive. Craig Moore, as uh, Mark mentioned a few minutes ago, your success what twenty years ago was that you mentioned? Treble yeah, to, yeah treble. I, I remember it. Remember it well. What the, would you say if you were calling Stephen McGinn just now? Leave him a message, 10, 15 second message. Seriously, what would you say to Stephen just now ahead of tomorrow? Just give it everything you got. Leave absolutely nothing in the tank. It's hard to say go and enjoy the occasion because. Um, unless you're in a winning position in the match and you, you, you're definitely going to get over the line, Paul. Uh, it's difficult, but leave leave nothing in the tank. Give it give it your all and hopefully come the end of 90 minutes or extra time, you find yourself in a cup final. Scottish Cup final weekend. Also some huge games in the championship as well. Who's going to come up? We'll talk about that during the programme tonight. There's a, a massive game on, as we know, Dundee against Cove Rangers and Dundee now in the box seat for yeah. that. But Queen's Park is still of a say in it. Um, and they're not alone. But we'll find out what's going to happen tonight. We'll talk about that. Shall we hear from the two managers? It's been quiet all yeah. week, hasn't it? Mm. Bit of training. Um, let's get the update then. Here's Ange Postacoglu, the latest on the Celtic players. Uh, from last week, everyone got through unscathed and uh, Abada, Jota and Ray have trained all week, so they're available. Um, Forrest uh, is probably another week or so away. Celtic fans crying out for a treble today. They wanted news I saw on social media. The treble being the players, Jota, Abada and Hatati. How big is this? Well, I think um, Hatati would be the would be the one for them, Paul. Obviously, you know, Jota um, as well, who you know, played so well and got the goals um, 
uh, in the last Old Firm game but Hatati would give them something different and, and there would be absolutely no concerns the fact that he's not played for maybe four weeks now because he's, he's so naturally fit you know he would slot into that team if he's not there you know you've got O'Reilly you've, you've got McGregor I really like Awata as well I think Awata's got a lot um, about him Moy didn't play particularly well in the last Old Firm game but he's allowed to have an off day but there's great options uh, for Celtic but Hatati even if he just gets 60 minutes out on Paul he's dynamic and they really can make a difference so I think he'll start the game Craig what do you reckon that news the three of them yeah, now fit look, ready mean, yeah, this game you, you you really need to be careful that there are calculated risks that you take yeah, on certain sure. players Um it's a massive, massive game and, and, and you know what you do in terms of controlled training and all that sort of stuff, especially with muscle injury. And then all of a sudden you come to that, that, that game and you've got, to, you've got to make that action and it's, and it's explosive and it's not planned. You can come undone. So for me, if I'm... If, look, Hatati, look, if Rangers are going to go and win the game, you, you want to beat the best possible Celtic team that they can put out because you don't want any excuses. You know what it's like, the debates go on. Yeah. Hatati for me is, is, is still going to be a risk. Even uh, I understand in terms of um, you know his his physicality and, yeah. the, and and he's a great athlete and I'm sure he would have done the the yards to come back in, but still uh, it's a risk for me. I think with five subs, it's a risk you can take now. Yeah, you know, we, we having allowed five subs in ninety minutes, I think for somebody like that, you t- unless he's miles off it and there's a wee yeah. bit of game playing going on, so we, we don't know. But you're taking the manager at his word that if he's trained, he's he's ready. But you're right, it's not. You wouldn't want to risk him if it's a a big risk but if it's just a risk no 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 I, I again would, it's just with the I, muscle I would, I would risk them um, uh, because again it's not like they've got four or five games with the titles neck and neck and yeah. you don't want to lose them so I think you put them in because if you put him in on Sunday and he helps you win the game, you've swept the boards. No, no, for um, sure. And he's done it. He's done it yeah. previously with Kyogo. I think it was a, yeah. The, yeah. went in and, and he obviously right. started yeah. off yeah. the game, come off injured, but job was done. All right, Celtic fans, who do you want to see start if they're all fit? And it's looking as though Hatati and Jota are fit and Abada as well. Michael Beale, then he's been speaking with the media as well. What's the latest injury news at Ibrooks? Connor trained today. Scott Wright trained today. Ryan Kent. So it's just seeing if they come through okay. Obviously. Um, They've all been out for two or three weeks. Um, so, yeah, we have competition. Alex Lowry's back training now. As, as we know, he just missed out on the squad last week and I believe Adam Devine will probably train tomorrow, but the game might come a little bit too soon for him. Greg, what do you feel on the injury news? Uh, look, it's good news that he's got players that are being able to train uh, for the week. I, I don't see, Paul, a lot of changes, although the, the result uh, and performance in the second half uh, was disappointing against yeah. Aberdeen. I don't see a lot of changes. In this uh, in this semi final match against Celtic, I do not see. I think potentially Goldson is the only one that comes in. Do you think he might come in? I think that's the one that Rangers fans would really like to hear. So you don't think Ryan Kent will either be fit enough to start? No, or I, th- I think he. I think he preferred. may he may be there thereabouts, but but not preferred. I, I really just see. I can see one change, and for me that would be uh, Goldson coming in for Davies. Well, here is the manager speaking about Goldson and the defence. It's been the one position this year that's not been stable in the team. I think the centre-back positions had a lot to, a lot of impact in our season. Um, the amount of games Connor's missed this year compared to all the other years combined. He's our vice-captain, he's a big voice on the pitch and when he plays, uh, the results for the team, points per game and everything goes up. So it's nice to have him back. I think it's been great to have John Suter the last three or four weeks. I think 
at times he's performed well in the games as well. Um, so you know, if if that's a sign of moving forward, then again that gives us some some strength. And the most important thing for me is stability in the team in key positions: goalkeeper, centre back, number nine, and, and possibly this year that hasn't been the case. Mark, what do you take from that? <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's a fair point when when, when you think about it. Um, you know, they've, they've missed goals for a couple of chunks of the season. Bearing in mind that they lost Bassey, who was fantastic yep. in the, in, in the centre of uh, uh, defence, albeit you know he was he could operate at left back as well. So you know you're taking a, a, a bit away. Suter came in, got injured in the first game or the first league game of the season. You've then you, you James Sands, you've had John Lundstrom having to go back there. Ben Davis has looked okay, but no much better than okay really um, when it comes to the big games. Um, so why? So you can understand the frustration there. Uh, and as he says to I, I love players that are vocal, that help organise, that you know, that that, that, that keep the, th- the thing motivated and goals. And I think uh, certainly in the outfield ten, I don't think there's mo- anybody more vocal in the Rangers team than Alan McGregor. But in the outfield ten, Goldson is the is the biggest voice uh, on the pitch for them. And, and he's he's spot on there because the consistency through. In particular, the spine of the team, you know, the the, the centre halves has been issues all season. The middle of the park, there's been issues all season. Um, up top, obviously, Cholak come in, then at Morelos, and is he fit? So there's been, apart from McGregor, and he did make a change at one stage, didn't he, yep. McGregor, for a certain game? But uh, everything else, there, there's been a lot of things happening. Consistency is a big. Um, he's a big part for a footballer, you know, yep. Paul, getting into a rhythm, getting that confidence. And, and look, Rangers, they, they haven't managed to do that this season, uh, unfortunately. Um, so therefore, he touches on consistency. Therefore, I, that's the reason why I don't feel as if there'll be a lot of changes from even just the, the defeat there at, at Aberdeen. I think that that consistency is still important at this stage. Yeah, I think as well that I would imagine Morelos would start, but he is yeah. so lucky that they don't have <laughs> a half-decent backup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen, that's maybe unfair because Sakala could probably... There, but you probably want a bit of a, a presence, and you always feel that Morelos might give you some. But you look at his second half performance, Paul. It's a warning, isn't it? For last Sunday. It's yeah. appalling. I mean, it's absolutely uh, appalling that a professional footballer yeah. uh, for Rangers can can turn that kind of performance in. So Celtic have been on top this season against Rangers. One game was drawn, wasn't it? So the manager was asked today, Ange Postacoglu, does form in the previous encounters count for anything on Sunday? Every game is different, and particularly when you're talking about cup games, um, you know, semi-finals, when you know everything's at stake on that day, and a, a, a spot in the finals, um, you know, the reward. Um, I just don't think previous form, or you know, whether that was last week or, or in, in other games, um, really comes into it. I mean, I, you don't want to be sort of going to these games not having won for a while for sure um, whether that's against the direct opponent or in in, in previous weeks um, but you know I think uh, from our perspective we're, we've been in good form for a long time and the performances have been consistent for a long time and you know we just want to make sure that we continue that and he was asked of course about the defeat a year ago in the cup semi-final um, against Rangers you never put those ones to bed mate unfortunately yeah, it'd be nice to think that um you know that, that that's how it works, but I think most people people will tell you, or definitely, um, you know, players or, or managers, you, you, you know, the ones that you are successful tend to um, stick in the memory longer than sometimes the ones that where you are successful. But um, you know, the the the, the fact that was that that on the day I still thought we performed well. It was a really tight game. We lost an extra time, and you know where we were as a team at that point in time. Um, yeah, we 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 were sort of really sort of bonded together strongly as a group and 
and you need to go through these experiences, both good and bad, for growth. And uh, I think we use that as a sort of growing experience for ourselves to say, well, okay, we, we weren't successful on the day, not for the one of trying. We, we faced a really good opponent at the time, you know. Rangers are on their way to a European final, so it was it was a really strong team. And like I said, we lost an extra time, but you use that as as an opportunity to, to develop and learn, and um, but also use it as a source of you know inspiration moving forward to to try and make sure it doesn't happen again. Mark, yeah, I mean he, he's right. The Rangers were in a really good rhythm, you know. I thought I mean, myself and a lot of people don't, don't, don't tire mm. extra time in Europe, but no, they didn't. They, they just loved it. Actually, they were, they were, they were a, a really good run of form. Games couldn't come quick enough for them and, and the better the opponent the better Rangers seem uh, to play and to rise to the, the occasion Did Celtic but, not realise how good they were at that point the momentum they were on? Aye but I think do you know what Angie makes a yeah. really good point as well probably remember sitting in the studio here mm. watching it with you and, and, and Barry we were covering the game and if you think back Celtic took the lead and I think it was Carter Vickers missed a sitter to make it 2-0 I think it was a header from a corner kick they had that granite 2-0 the game was over but that just shows you again the fine margin he's hit the woodwork Rangers come back in they, they, rather than people think they'll tire they actually get stronger um, and, and you know and got the game an extra time and, and credit to Van Bronckhorst and his players uh, for that so you know it, again it shows apart from a couple of times which have been important and big victories for Celtic when they've won you know by three or four goals you take the most recent games the last two old firm games one goal in it yep. um, and maybe even t- and before that was it a draw the two draw. two yep. um, at, at Ibrooks. Uh, when Celtic came from behind to get a point, uh, and then you look at that cup semi final at Handham. Last time that was last time Rangers yeah. beat Celtic, and they came from behind mm. um, to go and win the game. Yeah, and no, I think uh, you're spot on. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be tight. I actually will not be surprised if this one goes to extra time. You genuinely uh, think? It yeah, could yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. I think it can. Paul like yeah. says, I just I, I agree with Mark that there's. Since Michael's come in, there's not been a lot between the teams, um, you know, and and the difference has been the for me the you know Celtic have have, have obviously scored goals at important times of the matches. You look at the cup final uh, just before half time, just after half time, like it's they're they're, they're match defining moments, um, but they have been competitive, and I expect again Michael the 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 motivation to to go and certainly have a chance to go and lift a trophy because if you don't. He knows the pressure that will come with that as well. Celtic have punished Rangers yes. yeah. for self-inflicted errors. The two at Celtic Park last one, that game at Ibrox, what we're talking about when Morelos is a slack pass across the middle field and is at Maeda mm-hmm. next in and takes advantage. So um, you look at Celtic when they've been given an opportunity. A lot of the times they've been ruthless. That's why they've won games and won so many trophies. We'll get the Rangers' uh, point of view from Craig in a moment or two. The psychology, what must it be like when you were there with Barry Ferguson and and the rest of the team doing so well, but in the years when Celtic were on top, what was it like going to a game against Celtic? Because I can't imagine you and Barry and all that saying, oh, well, you know, you were very vocal on the pitch. Lots of players. Um, We don't see that as much at Rangers. What are they saying going into this on Sunday? Look, it's it's certainly a different group of players uh, who carry themselves in different ways, Paul. Um, Look, for me going into this type of match and again circumstances are slightly different you can always go in with a confidence but it's a quiet confidence you know and, and, and it's an in-house kind of confidence um, but, but when you go out onto that pitch it, you just it's a game you can't afford to carry people you know yeah. you can't afford yeah. to have people that are off their game if you've got two or three two or three off their game then you're, you're going to struggle in this type of match so look both teams got a huge respect for one another 
Um, they both know that they need to be at their very, very best. Um, but like I said, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. It's focus, it's concentration. Concentration has been probably the biggest thing um, that has cost Rangers in recent matches. You know, con- you reckon, sli- yeah, yeah slip yeah, of concentration. Sure. Um, bang, 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 Celtic score. Mark, put that up on the board, would you? Concentration. That's point number one. Going to take a massive, quick break and then we're taking your... Co- it is 0808 17 17 700 and have they got that quiet confidence that you mentioned? We'll talk about it after the break because you need that, don't you, quietly to say this is going to be our day because Celtic as well, a treble stands by... And, but look, I'm not taking away from Inverness or Falkirk uh, the other game but it's never has there been a better way to go into a cup final. Somebody's going to be winning um, a Rangers top in the next hour and somebody's going to win a Celtic top uh, just after... After this. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. New Toyota showrooms at now open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go, go! Last fan standing. You may remember in the last few nights we've teamed up with Pristine Decor, the people who give your home or your business premises a makeover inside and out. And we're giving away a signed 2022-23 Celtic home shirt plus 150 of the Queen's Finest or the King's Finest uh, pounds to go as well ahead of the clash this weekend brilliant somebody's going to win it tonight yep in the next hour it'll be a Rangers fan in this hour a Celtic fan is on it's the final night each night we've had uh, different people on 45 seconds to answer as many questions as you can about your club Uh, Dave from Rob Royston last night he got five right so tonight we're going to see if Martin from Corker Hill if he can beat that good evening Martin how are we doing? good how are you? I'm good. Good. Well, we just go for it and then we'll speak to you afterwards about, uh, well, whether or not you're going to get the, the shirt and about the Aye. game at the weekend. Good. Aye, finally. Are you a regular attender at the games? Yep, season ticket all up. Oh, that, that. there you go. Yep. There you go. Craig Moore standing by, just if you need any hints. <laughs> <laughs> so is Mark Guidi. No, they can't take part. Right, listen, 45 seconds. As soon as we hit the music, we will start. Here we go. Who was the last manager to win the Scottish Cup with Celtic? Uh, Neil Lennon. Who scored Celtic's first league goal of the season, this season? This season, uh, Stephen Welsh. Who was the last player to score for Celtic in the Champions League? Jota. How many trophies did Ronnie Dyla win as manager of Celtic? Three. Which Celtic manager signed Stylian Petrov? Uh, John Barnes Who did Celtic lose to in the 1970 European Cup final? Final Celtic's record defeat was an 8-0 drubbing Which team was it? Motherwell Who topped Celtic's league scoring charts last season? Jack Amakis Which team did Henrik Larsson break his leg against? Which team? Leon Leon Wow 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 I I make that as... Nine out of nine. That might have been perfection. That's fantastic. Yeah, that was really impressive. <laughs> Good one. Martin, well done. Well done, Martin. That was very... Were you, were you at that Celtic Motherwell game? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was not, no. Have you had a glimpse at these questions? Oh, no, there's, something, there's something going on. There's a steel's inquiry. Oh, on, How dare they? No, we're kidding. Listen, that, that's really well done. Well done. Listen, it's Dave who was on five last night. He was top of the charts until you just broke his uh, heart there. And it's Dave's birthday. Dave, sorry about that, oh. but thanks for joining us. Happy oh, birthday sorry, anyway. Dave. No worries. Cheers. All, all the best. Yeah, that was good that you came on. His birthday today. But oh. uh, Martin, what about you? That, that's brilliant. So, signed Celtic top. 
um, along with £150 cash, which James is just uh, counting out now. Not will be coming to you shortly from the accounts department. Have we got an accounts department? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the old uh, small checks, the expenses. Right, so that is absolutely that was brilliant. Great going. Wasn't that it? Was really, no, we're really impressed. That, yeah. was, that was very, very good. Martin, what are you thinking? So you heard the news there at the top of the show. Abada, Jota and Hatati fit for Sunday? Uh, good news. I wouldn't start all three of them personally, no. but sure. it's good that they're available. Yeah, who, pro- probably who good start, to have. Yeah. Who would you start? Uh, in midfield, I'd probably go McGregor, Awata and O'Reilly. Right, OK. Okay. So, Hatati on the bench to bring him on rather than, you know, do you think it's been too uh, long now, three or four weeks? Him. Wouldn't risk him. Mark? I wouldn't risk him. Yeah, you kind of, were you veering towards uh, that as well, have him on the bench, maybe? No, I'd go no, with Hatati. Go with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if, yeah. if it's genuine that he's, you know, um, that he's trained properly, then yeah, I, I would go with Hatati all day long, get an hour out of him, absolutely. If, if he's 100% fit, I would play him, but mm-hmm. a bit rusty to be throwing him in, I think. Yeah. What else are you thinking? I mean, we were saying during the break, look, you can't keep beating Rangers. It won't continue. I mean, it w- eventually it will stop. Does that worry you about this weekend, just the law of average? Uh, a little bit. I, I grew up in the 90s, so I'm never 100% confident going into these games. So, Yeah. Peter Grant reminds us of those days when he comes in here. Um, in fact, that was one of the quiz questions, that they won, won Scottish Cup in the 90s, and it was 90... 1995 yeah, you were just saying have you realised yet how well your team are doing I mean during this century it's phenomenal Mark isn't it the way Celtic have dominated the trophies yeah I mean I, I think maybe when they get over the line um, for this title is it maybe the 16th or 17th title mm-hmm. um, uh, of the millennium potentially the fifth treble um, in seven years it's quite phenomenal and by the way I think it's kind of taken for granted. You know, you think about Celtic between Brendan Rodgers and Neil Lennon, four four trebles in a row. Yeah. They won twelve domestic trophies on the trot, and that's uh, an unbelievable achievement. Sitting next to a guy who's won a treble, and he'll tell you how difficult it is just to, to win a league, to win a trophy. Never mind to sweep the boards, but to sweep the boards uh, four years in a row. So look, it's been an, an incredible um, twenty odd years. You know, since Martin O'Neill started it when he came in. You know, took the football club by the scruff of the neck took control of the football club all football decisions became his and rightly so that's the way it should be um, and Ange Postecoglou is the same he runs a football club um, so did Brendan Rodgers and then eventually he didn't get his uh, didn't get his way with certain yeah. things and that mm-hmm. triggered him um, leaving but um, that's the way that's the way it's got to be you've got to have the football manager making all the football decisions I, I tell you what mm-hmm. I, know, I know how um, Peter Grant felt uh, because that's kind of how it's been for me in recent times because of the domination that, that Celtic have had. Uh, you're touching the 90s in terms of the, the run that, that Rangers were on. Um, remember, you, you know, and even during that time, guys, you used to go into games where, again, you're never overly confident in this match. You can never, ever be overconfident. Um, you know, but going into the match against Celtic, and maybe, maybe they played the better football at times, um, but... You would look left, right, in front of you, behind you, and there was just so many leaders at that particular time at Rangers that knew how to get get over the line, um, and and therefore we, we we managed to go on and have the success uh, back then. But completely different now. Celtic are, are doing exactly those kind of things, and they've probably got those type of characters that I've discussed. Yeah. 
in, so, in, their, sure. in their team. And Martin will want to know as well, so who are the leaders for Rangers? Um, right if, now. Yeah, Conor Goldson, if, he, if he's playing, James yeah. Tavernier, different type. Raskin seems to have, you know, is, he, is it too soon yeah. for him? Yeah, but the, the leaders that you now have at Rangers, are, I would say, um, probably lead by performance. Rather than a, a vocal mm-hmm. uh, on the on the pitch, now now Goldson might be one of the ones that is more more vocal. Tav, Tav doesn't look overly vocal, uh, but it certainly sets a standard by uh, his performances. Raskin, look, Raskin, he's, he's within two minutes, like Celtic would have seen with Hatati. In two mm-hmm. minutes, you see we've got a player. Yeah. Uh, that's that's exactly the way the Rangers supporters will feel about Raskin. Uh, but I'm sure the the benefits will come next season, Paul, for him. I'm just Paul. I'm just going. To- this will be Celtic's 19th title of the Millennium Rangers have won um, no that's wrong ok we'll double check it double check 17th 17th two under Alec McLeish three under Walter Smith and one with Stephen Gerrard let's share with Martin and the listeners Ange talking about being back at Hamden for a cup semi-final a a few trips now and uh you know, they've all been memorable occasions. Um, I guess uh, even when you're not successful, it's still uh, memorable for one reason or another. So, um, and you know, it's uh, as you said, cup semi-final. We're getting to that uh, point of the year where things get decided. So, uh, first thing is we're part of it, which is the main thing. And uh, now it's up to us to sort of get to get to the next stage. And what about the fans? Fifty-fifty splits. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, you know that. Yeah, you know, I certainly felt at the, at the cup final, and um, yeah, looking for for some of the same. Um, yeah, it's going to be yeah, great colour and um, you know, great atmosphere. I'm sure uh, you know both sets of fans are, are looking forward to it, and uh, I guess we just got to do our bit and, and make sure that we um, you know put on a good football match that, uh, as you say, is memorable for the right reasons. Martin, have you got a ticket for Sunday? Uh, no, I don't. I didn't get one in the ballot. What do you think's going to happen? You heard Ange there speaking about it. It's great. There's fans from both sides, though, isn't it? Or do you prefer it just to be, you know, all Celtic fans at at uh, Celtic Park? Uh, no, I think there should be an allocation yeah. for both. Uh, I don't think it has to go back to the full seven thousand. I just think there should be a reasonable amount. Mm-hmm. You don't find many fans on either side, Mark, who say they don't want opposition fans there. Most people thrive on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would agree. You know, I, I would have it. I know Martin's saying there's you know somewhere in between zero and seven thousand. Um, I would go back to the way it was. You know the the, the, the seven eight thousand for Celtic and the seven eight thousand um, for Rangers. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Um, I don't see it happening um, at all for a number of reasons. Uh, I think we have what we have, and I think supporters unfortunately are going to have to get used to it. Here's what Ange had to say today about Rangers. Look, I think you know every, every sort of contest is different you know, there's different sort of context around it you know whether it's league home or away whether it's a cup final or a cup semi-final I think yeah they're all sort of separate entities in their own right and um, you know from our perspective we're expecting them to be uh, to be strong you know that's how we go into every game um, we expect the opposition to be at their best and um, yeah at their best they've got some very good individuals that could uh, you know, cause problems and, and they're, you know, they've been a very consistent team as well in terms of results um, so like every other game we, we go in there and um, you know respect the opponent but ultimately know that um, you know it's up to us to play our football and we know when we've done that this year um, and last year we're hard to stop Martin what's your scoreline? Uh, go 3-1 Celtic 3-1 Celtic you reckon Craig Murray are you agreeing no we'll, we'll tease it out with Craig for a wee while <laughs> listen we had two more questions for you do you want to hear what they were 
Aye, fine. Aye, go on. You've got the nine anyway, and that's it. Shall we do that? Is that fair? Which yeah. Celtic player is the last to score for Scotland at a major tournament? So a Celtic player Callum scored... Callum McGregor. Callum McGregor. You know your stuff. Correct. And here's the 11th question. <laughs> Which former Celtic manager led Celtic to an unbeaten domestic season? If you get this wrong, then we're taking the prize back. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Indeed. That would have been 11 out of 11. Excellent. Astonishing. Yeah. Fantastic. Very impressive. Yeah. I would do the lottery if I were you this weekend. <laughs> no, you know your stuff, don't you? All-time favourite player? Uh, probably go for Larson. Mark got me to say, former favourite player apart from Henrik Larson. <laughs> and someone said... Uh, yeah. Lubo Maravchik. Maravchik. Oh, oh yeah, Lubo. Yeah. Yeah. Lubo's coming over for the game. Oh, there he? you are. Yeah. He'll be there on uh, he'll be there. Ah, on Sunday. Be ticket, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Surely we could rustle him one up. He's a good player. Oh, he was a very yes. good player. You played against yeah, him. Yeah, I remember Mark Vaduka telling me a story. Uh-huh. Um I remember catching Lubo in one of the old firm games <laughs> and he goes see when you see your Aussie mate tell him I want to kill him <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. but very technical what a clever player well, get, was, eh? get a ticket for Martin and we'll uh, <laughs> get us to hook up <laughs> Martin listen thanks so much Get me a couple of tickets so you can keep the prize and the <laughs> oh, no, charity if oh, you want. No, thank you very much. I don't think we're <laughs> there like gold dust, but no. Thanks so much, Martin. Uh, worth a go. Yep, thanks a lot. Cheers. No worries. Good luck. Cheers, Martin, from Corker Hill in Glasgow. So that was us teaming up with uh, Pristine Decor, who look after your home or business premises. Mark, I think that's it must come on. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying Mark. I'm sure Spe- it's specifically what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's just won a signed 2022-23 Celtic home strip Probably good plus price. £150. Yeah, and then the next hour, someone is going to win the Rangers top for this season as well. Great. Good call there. Thanks for that. So we're hearing from both managers ahead of the big game. We mentioned Scott Brown there. He joined us the other night in the programme. He was brilliant. I see the media picked up on a few of the the, the comments. Ah, and it was good. It was, it was a good, good bit fun. of banter with you and him, wasn't it, Craig? Yeah. There was no malice aforethought, was there? Nah, none at all. He's, uh, he's quite quick-witted and he managed to get his little dig in. But wait, what, a, what a player he was and what a career he had at, at Celtic. Yeah. And he's, he's doing a good job down at Fleetwood now. So good on him. Yep, he's got a big night, of course, coming at the Hydro. Um, any tickets for Joey Barton? Do you think Joey will come along? <laughs> I see the two and there's a bit of ding-dong, isn't there, down there? Yeah. Of course, he was at Fleetwood before. Yeah. but uh, And it's decent, isn't it, in League One, where I see Jim Goodwin is wanted by a couple of clubs today. So that's uh, being mentioned. Yeah, he's been doing uh, well. wins in a row for the United. Yeah, he's got them off the bottom of the table. Yeah. Will um, they nail him down, Mark? Do you think they'll... So I, I don't yep. know if, if it's, you know... Um, how open-ended it is Paul if it really all hinges on he has to keep them up and I'm sure if he keeps them up A he'll have offers uh, but B Dundee United would, would be would be desperate to to tie him down the one I'm surprised at is that Barry Robson hasn't been given yeah. the Aberdeen mm-hmm. job you know permanently properly now that may well happen before Aberdeen's uh, next game uh, next weekend but you're thinking he really can he do any more you know it's, um, it's, it's been incredible yeah, what, what he's coming and uh, done but you would think Mark uh, uh, I don't disagree if he finishes in third place, uh, which looks as if it's every chance at this moment in time, he, he definitely gets the job now. I see on that Bristol City have been told it'll be £4 million if they want to sign Ross McCrory. So what do you think of him? He was at Rangers, yeah. great talent. Um, yeah, and some, yeah, sometimes, Paul, these players, you know, find Rangers and Celtic, they just, maybe it doesn't work, they need to get out and play and then they can shine elsewhere. Mm. £4 million, uh, when you can consider moves down south, yeah, that, that's kind of... Uh, it's not unreasonable. Um, I mean, Aberdeen would love to be able to keep a hold of their player, but when you start talking that type sure. of money, then it's business, isn't it? Mark, four million. Ross McCrory. Hey, 
some days. I, I, I would go. I would go to f- four million with add-ons and depending on how performs. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not quite sure he's a, he's a four million pound player. I, I thought I saw fees. You know. Two, two and a bit nudging towards two, five. That sounds more like it for me with the potential of, of, of it turning into a sell on um, clause. I think four million was a fee that Aberdeen got from uh, Calvin Ramsey mm-hmm. uh, to Liverpool. I think McCrory's a very, very good player, solid, reliable, consistent. But um, if Aberdeen can get four million for them, good on them. But I, I think I think clubs might think twice about paying four million. But give the job to Barry Robson. Are they just being canny, cautious? It's Aberdeen. Are they saying, "Well, we've made mistakes before"? I, but, but you're now judging them. You're, you're not just judging them over the past three months, Paul. Mm. You're judging them as somebody who's been on the coaching staff there for for three or four years. Derek McInnes gave him a job on, on the coaching staff. He was a player there for a number of years. He's brought in a good backroom team as well. It's not yeah. just about him, Steve Agnew and, and Liam Fox, Craig, Craig Sampson. And look, you only look at A, how the players have responded and B, the supporters. There's an atmosphere again um, inside Petorgy. I would just take away um, any of the uncertainty. But maybe, you know, they want to keep everybody on their toes. They're going into five difficult games where they'll play Celtic Rangers and Hearts. Um, but I don't think he can do any more. I, I think he absolutely deserves to get the Give job. Give him it. Yeah. yeah. I, would, yeah. I, I just think as well, eh, Mark, like, see when you're on the top of run that, that Aberdeen are. Maybe it's a distraction all of a sudden to 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 be talking about. You know, maybe these things are kind of already been discussed behind closed doors and yeah. uh, and come end of the season because he has done an amazing job. Um, and if they they finish in third, which I think they will, then the job's his. And I think a telling sign is when he's been able uh, in this period of time to be able to bring in, as you says, backroom staff, yeah. other people to the football club. And if he, if that wasn't going to be your man, they're potentially people you're going to have to get rid of when. You make that decision. So it, it, it's, it looks as if it's Barry Robson's job for next season. The weekend is here and it's cup final, it's cup semi-final weekend. That's the danger, isn't it? We all think about Sunday, but my goodness, huge day tomorrow for our own Stephen McGinn uh, and his Falkirk and also Inverness Cali Thistle as well. Your old teammate Billy Dodds, the manager, they're hugely popular. Both of them are John McGlynn as well, the Falkirk boss who's been uh, around the houses, done some great work at Kirkcaldy and also, of course, at the Hares. Quick break and then we're back. You can speak to Mark and to Craig. Skippy, as he was called the other night. He didn't like that. He's Oz. Oz. Yeah, 0808 17 17 700. Good day. The Go Radio <laughs> Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. Let's go. Paul Cooney with Mark Guidi and Craig Moore, the Rangers legend, many other clubs as well. Your old Newcastle United doing really well. Flying. Yeah. yeah. What they did to Tottenham was a bit special, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I see yeah. Tottenham offered to pay for the tickets for the fans that had come up from London. But what a fight back last night from Tottenham against uh, Man, Man United. United. Yeah. Man United. Yeah, it's been two, two. a strange old league down there, but you're right. Newcastle, former, former club and... They got another good result, didn't they, uh, yeah, last night against Everton? Yeah. So, um, Champions League spot looks as if it's possible for them. Indeed, Champions League next season, Celtic will be there, and can Rangers be there as well? Craig, it's huge for your old club to get a decent draw and try and get through to the Champions League proper because there's nothing like it, is there? No, I mean, look, as, as a player, obviously, uh, to play in the, the top competition, uh, to be able to test yourself is, you know great memories when I look back at the, at the games that we played in uh, for the club financially Paul also we know how much uh, the, the, that means because in regards to the Rangers Celtic thing if Celtic are going to be there regularly you can put a gap between yourselves financially if Rangers can't keep hitting that mark um, so that's really really important for the club for Rangers yep there's still this season to see out the league has gone almost officially um, but the cup 
huge this weekend. Who's going to win it? We'll discuss it between now and seven. Michael Beale, though, has been well, both managers in really good form today with the media. And he was asked then about some of the rumours about some of the players that might be coming, in particular from his old club, QPR. Yeah, there's no truth in Chris Willock. I want to end that one there. Chris is a boy that I worked with, Neil's worked with before, but QPR is a club that was close to our heart. We enjoyed our time there. We won't be going back towards QPR in terms of trying to, to take advantage of, of anything at that end. So Chris is QPR's player. He's a big player for them. I was delighted last week for Gareth and the staff, Les and everyone there. They got a big result and I would like to squash that one where, where it is. In terms of the others, I've been, I've been busy. Uh, outside of here and I've you know been working really hard I've stopped the last couple of days because the focus is very much on this game but um, I'm pleased with the way things are going all right, Craig Moore, he's been busy. Yes, uh, and, also, nah, and yeah. also what he's saying there is yeah. um, Lyndon Dykes will, will not be here. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you could put a line through that in terms of future. Uh, but look, uh, clearly Michael has identified some players um, that he would like to bring to the football club and what he seems extremely big on is, is trying to get that opportunity, Paul, to, to sit in front of these players, Mark, and to... Okay, the club can can sell itself, but it's still it's good to look someone in the eyes uh, to get a feel for the character. Um, he's working extremely hard, mm-hmm. um, and you know the club. For me, it's just important because it's going to be a big turnaround. It's important that the club can support him. Um, and now it's, it's business, obviously, for the semi-final, which is a big, big game. Let's hear a bit more from him, Mark, about the progress. What's actually happening? We've won a lot of football games. I think 23 games, we've won 19. And to a couple of weeks ago, their record looked strong. We've had a couple of defeats that have been hard to take the last couple of weeks. And I think the progress has been made in terms of we're much clearer now in the decisions that we need to make this summer. Those decisions have obviously clearly been ongoing in the background. We know where we need to we need to uh, recruit the areas we need to improve obviously if you've played uh, this will be the fourth game against the team that's in front of you you have a good idea of what you need maybe to overcome them and uh, so I think the progress has been made there's a lot of harmony behind the scenes there's obviously been changed within the club structurally as well and that's ongoing but I'm super positive about the future Mark, what do you take from it? And there's a bit more from him talking about the changes, you know, a new chairman a month ago, yeah. new chief executive coming in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, all big appointments at the at the football club, there's no doubt about that, uh, Paul. But the bottom line is, all that matters to the Rangers supporters, all that matters to Michael Beale, because ultimately his job depends on it, is winning games of football and beating Celtic. That is the be all and end all. Nothing else matters this time next year. Michael Beale has to be in Ange Postecoglou's shoes. If he's not, he'll be, I think, about the door. He can't survive. The Rangers fans are not tolerating anymore. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're giving pelters to the board, to, yeah. to the chairman, to the director of football, to the chief executive. They've all gone in the neck um, in recent weeks. And, and, and the manager will be next if he's not. I mean, if you look at Giovanni van Bronckhurst. I mean, this time last year, he's riding towards a European final. He's beaten Celtic in, in, the, in the Scottish Cup. Won the Scottish Cup for the first time in a, in a decade or 11 years. Six months later, he's out of job. Gets him 30 million quid for the Champions League. Turns Calvin Bassey into a 20 million pound player, 10 million for Joe Aribo. What happens to him? Loses to St Johnson. Can he beat St Mirren? Gets tanked by Celtic. Gets tanked in the in the Champions League. He's out of job. The Rangers fans wanted that. I don't think in this programme, I don't think there was anybody that, that um, disagreed with that decision. So Michael Beale has got a lot to do. The first thing will be, if he doesn't get into the Champions League... Right away, that's a black mark against his name. 
compared to what happened in the last match. Right, away, thir- yeah. well, right yeah. away, you're yeah. thirty million pounds down, Paul. Yeah. Thirty million quid down if you don't get through that first six weeks of the season. Which is then have an old firm game pretty yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. It's usually early September. Sure. So he knows what has he's not daft, Michael Beale. Oh, yeah. He knows what ha- he knows what has been and so what he has to do in you know, four or five areas of the team is find better players than what he already has. Find somebody more lethal inside the box. Find a number nine that's going to turn up for his work every day and have the correct attitude. Find a centre half, a central defensive pairing, whether that's Connor Golds and somebody else, whatever. Do they need somebody else in beside Raskin? Do they need another winger? If Frank, you know, these are all things that they have to go and do. And if they don't, they're not going to beat Celtic. That's the bottom line over 38 games. And that shows you how big it is if Rangers can win uh, this coming Sunday. He was asked, what would happen about if it was defeat on Sunday? Would it define next season? Not really. I think the uh, the, the big thing is if we, if we win this game, we've got a chance of winning the trophy this year. If we don't, we haven't. The next year, we, we start from level pickings and off we go. And I think all of the players that I've been away talking to, the club pretty much sells itself in terms of the opportunity it gives a player every week you play in front of 52,000 you know the facilities here and the facilities at Ibrox are outstanding there's a chance to play in Europe what's then not to like for a young player or a player of any level coming in um, so yeah I don't I don't think this weekend this weekend will have a big impact on this group of players that are in now not players coming in for outside Craig what do you make of it the psychological boost it would be a win and also how they would tackle a defeat yeah, well, look, for me, the, the, the season in terms of the, the... We know that the league's done. Uh, look, the Rangers supporters would be extremely disappointed if they didn't get the opportunity to go and lift the, the Scottish Cup. They'll be disappointed. Um, look, it's not going to change the course between now and then for, for Michael Beale in regards to his position. Um, but you're right. The, the, tests, the tests come, Mark, in terms of, I think, next season, the, the turnaround of players, it could be five to ten players, let's be honest. Uh, and when those players come in. So that's the first big thing, getting the right players and getting them in as soon as you possibly can at pre-season, not towards the end of pre-season. Yep. Then you touch on the, the Champions League qualifiers. That's another big challenge. So, you know, there's always there's always a challenge uh, just around the corner. When you fix one problem, Paul, you've got to mm-hmm. move on. To, they're, they're, they're quick. They're coming all the time here in Glasgow. And uh, the biggest one is to overtake your rivals, isn't it? That's the only thing that matters to a Rangers supporter. That is the only mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't matter how. Um, but that is how you're judged uh, in, in, you know, in, in Glasgow. Um, it, it was the same in my time. It was the same in your time. It's, yeah. it's going to be the same forever. That's, that's what's the making of a coach or, or a manager or players at these football mm-hmm. clubs. It's about winning. That's the only thing that matters. He was asked, uh, we're going to hear from Andrew in a moment, but Michael Bill was asked about uh, winning this weekend. Just need to bring the best of ourselves. And uh, the games have been reasonably tight and, and they've been won and lost on mistakes. And it's important that we... We bring our best effort and we bring our best performance. And again, like in the, in the penalty boxes, will be decisive. And, and in the game a couple of weeks ago, I thought we performed overall quite well. Um, but we just need to eradicate one or two things defensively. I think I take a sort of consistent approach to that. In that, you know, the team I put out there that's going to start is the team I think gives us the best chance of of. You know, performing at the levels we want to, um, with the full knowledge that you know we can change that. Um, you know, when we have the, the quality of players we do that that don't start. So, you know, with all these things, it's again what I've really tried to be with the lads is really consistent every week. Um, you know, it's not just about you know 
performances in previous weeks. It's not just about um, training performance. It's, you know, all these factors are, are into it. And then, you know, my thoughts going into a game is I select, you know, a starting lineup that I think is going to, like I said, is going to give us the best chance to perform at the levels we need to against the, you know, whatever the opponent is. And like I said, always with the knowledge that we can change that if, if required. So, yeah, I guess to, to put it the best way is I'm, I'm going to put that the team that I think gives us the best chance of success. Yeah, I mean, you, you, comparing the two managers, Paul, we know Ange Postacoglu is the real deal. He's been exceptional. His recruitment, um, getting the best out of players, uniting a, a fractured football club that he inherited um, and winning trophies, making the Celtic fans happy again. What he'll be looking to do, well, a chance of winning his, his, his first treble um, and then going to try and turn the style of play into points in Europe because he won't change yep. his style. But then it's getting that style to actually go and reap the reap the rewards on Champions League next. So that's his challenge moving forward. For Michael Beale, you look at what he said and I highlighted earlier that his individual mistakes have been costly. Now you look at his three games against Celtic. We know I think Michael Beale is an exceptional coach. What we don't know if he's going to be if he's going to be a successful manager. You're only a successful manager at Rangers if you win trophies. So the three games he's played against, apart from the League Cup final, where he probably chose the wrong starting lineup. Yeah. And Celtic took control of the first 45 minutes. Rangers never recovered. Apart from that, they've been in the games. They've mm. never been battered. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's team was battered twice. 3-0, yep. mm. 14 yep. months ago. 4-0, nine months ago. So that's where you can see Bale's heading in the right direction. But ultimately, if he doesn't win on Sunday, if he doesn't get to the final, what the critics will say is that game number four, yep. you've not beaten Celtic. Not good enough for a Rangers manager. If he wins on Sunday all of a sudden it, it, it could be left off for them. I think the the really important thing that, that he stresses there is is being good in both boxes. Uh, and for me, if you stop Callum McGregor or you can limit the impact that he can play in a game, um, and by doing that, you're actually allowing yourselves to get a lot higher as a team to be able to play in your opponent's half and therefore stopping balls coming into your own box. Because Rangers haven't been... Uh, Unbelievable in, re, in in regards to defending things in their own box. Um, so, <laughs> therefore, the important thing is to try and keep your opponent out. Um, but that's where they need to be better, you know. When, as soon as the ball goes into those wider areas, if Celtic do get into those attacking areas, if I, I'm a central defender, mate, where's Kyogo? And by the way, mate, I've got a grip of him. I've got a grip of him. Right, you you know, then you're not getting you're not getting in front, or if yeah. you're getting in front, I'm getting a block. There's no danger you're getting in between. So that is what I mean by, and that's I'm sure what Michael Beale means about being better in both boxes. Don't allow key players to have space. Who's going to have to get the brass already, you know, for the, the trophy? Celtic have got some at the moment, obviously. It's going to be the double. Is it going to be a treble? And for Michael Beale, just thinking in 40 hours, it's not the final, still one game to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But my goodness, it would be... Uh, Racing certainties to win it. Would that be fair to say, Mark, yeah, journalistically? Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Got a break for the news, then we're back. 08 08 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT, or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show with macklinmotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 
Well, Martin was on in the last hour and he's won a signed Celtic top from this season. Well, what other season would it be? It'd be a bit strange, wouldn't it be? Here in the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. So we've given that away, plus £150. And in this hour, a Rangers fan is going to come on with a chance to win the same, except a Rangers top signed by the first team and also £150. We're doing it with our friends at Pristine Decor, I think, Mark. And Oz getting one of his houses, maybe looking at eyeing up getting one of the estates done there. <laughs> the one? Yeah. <laughs> Lord Canberra there. <laughs> so, uh, Craig Get the gardener's sheds, yeah. give it a wee makeover. Yeah. Does. Uh, why not? Why not? Sounds good. <laughs> great chat in the first hour, though. It's great to get your insight, both of you, as we look towards the big games at the weekend. It's inevitable. There's more chat about Rangers Celtic, Celtic Rangers. Falkirk, though, against Inverness. Um, we know that Falkirk in the Cup have been shining, but actually in the league as well, they're almost definitely in the playoffs, aren't they? Second top of the, yeah. of the first division. And uh, historically, Falkirk's a pretty big club. Paul, they won the Scottish Cup in 2015. Yeah. Um, uh, oh sorry Inverness, uh, Inverness won it in 2015 yeah. under under John Hughes yeah. also managed um, Falkirk Falkirk have been uh, in a couple of finals um, so no, I mean like, I, I think it's a fairly open game I mean Oz is right you've got a team like Inverness who are on form really you know hitting towards full level and then you've got Falkirk who have been kind of stuttering uh, the past four or five games but again like we say like we'll see with this Celtic and Rangers game Celtic are the favourites to win on Sunday but you absolutely cannot rule out Rangers 90 minutes possibly 120 anything can happen and it's the same tomorrow Paul um, I would have Inverness 60-40 um, favourites but can Falkirk win the game? Aye of course they can look at the look at some of the performances um, in the cup uh, this season Falkirk can most definitely win at Hamden tomorrow for sure Scott Arfield says he'd like to go back to Falkirk yeah. but um, sometime That's in the future you would hope because he could be in your maybe would he be in your starting 11? I wouldn't be complaining if Scott Arfield was in the starting 11 mm. you know you, you talk about um, goal threat Paul you talk about yeah. someone that, that, that impact uh, he get, yeah, impact, but he gets himself into the box. He, like I said, he makes 10, 12, 14 runs, gets nothing. 15th, he'll get his goal. He's just, he, he's an important player for Rangers. Um, and look, he could start the match because for this type of game, I touched on in terms of that adrenaline um, and, and therefore that ability to be able to run about, um, it, it is possible. Uh, you can bring him on and make an impact, sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see him start. I think Scotty Arfield's been a massive, massive um, player for Rangers I don't expect to see him at Falkirk next year though Paul but I don't expect to see him at Rangers either and well, think away. Sorry. yeah no I don't yeah, I, 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 I would think that he's probably the one uh, of a, a number of players that, that, that might be looking elsewhere and back down south maybe before he goes to Falkirk who knows? Who knows I, don't, I, can't, right. I can't see him going from Rangers to Falkirk no, 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 sure. no disrespect yeah. to Falkirk Mark. I think he's got another year at Rangers okay, I, I, yeah. I don't think it'd be overly difficult to deal with and I don't mean that with any no. disrespect I think yeah. they think you know, he's at that level he's a good pro he's, he's low maintenance um, I think he's he's an acceptance of where he is in his career I, th- I think he's got another year to give Rangers um, I think he's got a contribution to make I'm not saying he's going to start you know 30 <laughs> games and you know score 20 goals but I think he's got a contribution to make on the park at certain times and in and around the building and this time next year a Falkirk or something like that but the thing is Mark being that player I'll know exactly what's going through his mind and is a bit part contribution for him enough yeah uh, and, and, and that's the that's the issue it's not whether or yeah. not Scotty Arfield's good enough for, he's proven that 
He's nothing to prove yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, but I think as a player, especially when you're getting to the back end of your career and all that sort of stuff, playing football is very, very important. And if it's only as a, mm-hmm. a bit part, then I think that may have him looking elsewhere. I guess game time's that one thing and, you know, the sands of time. Yeah. Not, you know, what is he now, 34? Yeah, I mean, he's still, he's, he's still a good, a good oh, age sure. and got plenty to give. Indeed. But if you're but not going to be playing week in, week out, and I know sure. and people say, yeah, but yeah. 34 year old, but you can't, week in, week out. Older players play week in, week out. Yeah. He yeah. will still want to be playing week in, week out. But where's he going to get somewhere that's going to give him 50,000 mm-hmm. when he does get that buzz sure. coming on? But again, Mark, if you. That's uh, where you live. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. and, and financially, again, you know, is he going to get a same kind of package elsewhere that, that he would get? With, and I know he'd have to take a cut to State Rangers for next season, but again, financially too. I, look, I think there's merits in both cases. I've just got a feeling that, that he'll stay for another year. Oh, sorry, Rangers will offer him a contract yeah, for another year. year. Let's hear from both managers again. Some fascinating insight and then discussion from Craig Moore and Mark Guidi. And you can join them on the socials at Go Football Show or here on the phone 0808 17 17 700. Uh, let's hear from Ange talking about the emotional factor and emotions in a game like this. It's very hard to eliminate that because, you know, you know human emotions inevitably will take over um, in those kind of situations. But what we've tried to sort of emphasise is that we've, we need to stay clear headed and focused on what's important to us and what's important to us is to make sure that we're you know controlling the game that we the way we want to and, and play the game on our terms and you can only do that if if you can sort of make sure that you're not influenced by sort of other factors but at the same time there's there's going to be passion there's going to be anxiety there's going to be nervousness in, in both camps during the game and it's you know it's about trying to minimise the impact that has on, on the performance and he's excited to be back at the National Stadium a, a few trips now and uh you know, they've all been memorable occasions. Um, I guess uh, even when you're not successful, it's still uh, memorable for one reason or another. So, um, and you know, it's uh, as you said, a cup semi-final. We're getting to that uh, point of the year where things get decided. So, uh, first thing is we're part of it, which is the main thing. And uh, now it's up to us to sort of get to get to the next stage. The emotions get to the manager as well. You know, Ange. It keeps it. It keeps it under under wraps pretty well, yeah. Danny. Uh, now, look, he's just a. He, 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 you can really see that he's enjoying his time yeah. at the football club. I mean, that tends to go hand in hand with success. When you're having success, you're, you're not normally quite happy. And he, he's done that here. But look, he's he'll be again quietly confident going into this match. Uh, I think that he'll he'll you know he touches on calmness and, and and it's important that they can stay calm because if the game does get a little bit chaotic, mm-hmm. it does get a little bit stop start. That, that goes away from what Celtic like, which is yeah. fast, free-flowing football. Um, so, you know, their game plan, that is important, that that, that, that stays in check. You play the, what do you, what do they say? You play the, the game, not the occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that, that definitely comes into to play, Paul, in, in this one. Motherwell did that to them last week, yes. didn't he? Second yes. half, the, you know, the multi-ball, throwing yeah, them on. A bit of stop you know, start, bit of killing time a little bit, yeah. those, kind of, yeah. those kind of things. It just, it stops, mm-hmm. it stops momentum and Celtic are a big momentum team in terms of... Um, they want to. They want to overwhelm you. They want to have those waves of attack, and it just keeps coming and coming. So if you can stop that, then uh, it goes a long way, I think, to, to getting a result. Mark, you've played in a derby. Was it St Mirren Morton? Did you play in one? But, but you may have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, a derby there is. How, how many did you pick out of the net? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. I'll be Rovers Hamilton Ackies or whatever that one. The big laugh. La- Hamilton. Yeah, probably. Uh, sorry, Ackies. Yeah, probably about yeah, seven, yeah. eight times yeah. I've picked the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the emotions getting get to it? Look, uh, fifty-two thousand. Know, Celtic Rangers yeah. game would just be 
um, sensational yeah. Paul to be uh, a part of there's absolutely um, no doubt about it don't worry I'll get you back <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> um, it'll be special the point actually about the momentum yeah. you know, just a simple thing but so important to Celtic is they won't have their own ball boys yeah. on Sunday now people say oh, I mean, it's just like as you get the ball and you throw it back yeah I get that but you know sure. that's so important because they're zoomed in I mean they're like when Celtic are playing the ball boys are like the 12th man yeah, yeah. they start the attack <laughs> they, they do so right are you now, st- you, I know you're not are you now saying that Michael Beale's going to get the ball boys and ball girls right, play it this way or Ange no, tells but, but are, no. are they going to be zoomed in no. to be like super quick you know yeah. as soon as yeah. so they, they, do, they, they are the first the ball, they're part of the game yeah. the, the ball boys are the first part of the attack because if they don't they go back quickly to Joe Hart or whatever uh, it's going to be then sure. the, the attacks don't quick and the opposition have got a chance to get back into shape so that's a wee thing but you know the, the obvious thing is building up play giving away a wee free kick getting your shape back just getting a breather because I've been there I've, I've watched Celtic up close from from, from dugouts from touchlines and you see it and my god I mean mm-hmm. I know it's the saying we never stop but but they don't I've never seen anything like it Paul yep. honest to goodness it's like it's incredible I think it can be overwhelming for a certain level of, of opposition mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case for Rangers but there's certainly no doubt that Rangers know it's difficult to catch a breath and, and it just was get in the your shape back. Yeah, remember last season. Yeah. The, be- the best opportunities well. because again, I go back to Ange's early period where he was dominant uh, at Brisbane Rule. He had a player called Eric Partalu as a six, very very dominant in terms of everything went through him. Callum McGregor. Uh, he, right. had a, he had a, uh, a striker similar to Q. The way he's, he's playing with better players now, but yeah. the, the, the style of football is 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 the same. Um, what what brought him not him down? I mean, he won thirty six games unbeaten back there as well. But what what eventually teams? I think it was maybe Sydney. They ruffled the feathers. They put good pressure on. They stopped the six. Callum McGregor getting on the ball. They forced things long. And if you're starting to force things long, um, longer balls, high balls to Kyogo, then as a central defender, you're pretty comfortable with that. You know, so that's the important thing for me in terms of Rangers being able to be well organised. Can't just set out to stop Callum McGregor without actually having a threat or uh, you know plans yeah. to to go and attack yourself. That's not enough. Rangers still need to be in positions to be able to get bodies forward and hurt Celtic. Rangers haven't beaten Celtic this season. It's a mm. year. What's that? Four games now, isn't it? Three wins for Celtic and one draw. Yeah. So the manager Michael Beale was asked today, "Do his players have uh, something to prove?" I don't think they have to prove anything to me. Maybe to themselves, it's a big opportunity as a player. You know, we're one of the we're at a club where there's an opportunity to win, and in your career as a player, whatever your age you are, there's only a certain amount of years that you have an opportunity to win. And depending whether you're the youngest player or the oldest player in the squad, you've got more, or you've got le- less. And I think this weekend's a a big opportunity for for our team to win a semi-final and take us to the final. After that, you'd have to go and perform again there as well. So, no, don't have to prove anything to me, maybe to themselves and maybe to the fans, for sure. And obviously, that, that will to win, that's what they signed up for coming here. And, you know, this season, uh, we're going to finish in second in the league. We've run us up in one cup competition. We want to go and win the cup. That That's clear, and it will be bitterly disappointed if we don't. But we have to keep moving forward. Craig, don't need to tell yeah, you. Seconds it, nowhere, isn't it? Well, no, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially, especially here. But you know, yeah. you, you talk about players and responsibility and motivation and all those kind of things. And um, you know, you look at say Morelos. Morelos is not going to be here next season, right? Mm. So if he goes and starts out that that match, then not only should he want to win that game for himself, his teammates, and the club, 
He's playing for his future. Mm-hmm. And this is a game that's beamed all over the world. Um, so you're hoping, I'm hoping, that, that that then can influence the type of performance that you'll get from a Morelos type. But he's right. The, the pressure um, is, is, is actually on the players to, to execute a game plan, Mark, to execute mm-hmm. a game plan. Uh, and the pressures that come with not being successful... Um, or not winning this particular match means that between now and the end of the season, you, you've got the fans on your back. Um, between now and then, they're, 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 they're not happy. The, the season's done. Mm. The season's done. So yeah. they should, um, and I'm hoping that they are able to give the fans something to shout about between now and the end of the season. He also spoke about the progress that he feels they've made under him. We've won a lot of football games. I think 23 games, we've won 19. And to a couple of weeks ago, their record looked strong. We've had a couple of defeats that have been hard to take the last couple of weeks. And I think the progress has been made in terms of we're much clearer now in the decisions that we need to make this summer. Those decisions have obviously clearly been ongoing in the background. We know where we need to we need to uh, recruit, the areas we need to improve. Obviously, if you've played, uh, this will be the fourth game against the team that's in front of you. You have a good idea of what you need maybe to overcome them. And uh, so I think the progress has been made. There's a lot of harmony behind the scenes. There's obviously been change within the club structurally as well, and that's ongoing. But I'm super positive about the future. Mark, what are you hearing from the manager? Yeah, I mean, he, he does always, I mean, all these press conferences, all these media conferences, he does say, I'm optimistic, yeah. you know, we, we, we'll be fine. I'm optimistic about the players that we're going to get in. Um, I'm optimistic um, that the future is going to be good. I'm optimistic that we'll be fine without uh, Ross Wilson. You know, I'm optimistic. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. So look, he, he sends out um, the right messages. But he's got to go in one games, Paul. You, you've, you've got to go and um, back that up. I think he's been very good yeah. for Rangers. You know, consider he's been there five months. He's had one window. I think he's ve- been very good. It goes without saying he's not managed to go over the biggest hurdle yet. This will be attempt number four and you need to go and beat Celtic. As a Rangers manager, you need to go and find a way. We we were speaking a a good deal today, tonight, about the 90s. Peter Grant talked about the heartache he had. Oz was a part of a Rangers team that was very successful in the latter part of the 90s when he was breaking through. Tommy Burns was an exceptional Celtic manager, a brilliant Celtic man. But he struggled with that hurdle of beating Rangers, of beating Walter Smith. Mm. He played really well against him a number of times, but couldn't he beat them mm. often enough? And, and, and ultimately, that was Tommy's downfall. That's what brought an end to his mm. time mm. as Celtic manager after three years. And for Michael Beale, it's the same. He's up against whatever adjective you want to use exceptional, fantastic, outstanding, whatever you want to describe this Celtic team and the current Celtic manager. It's going to take a monumental effort. And it's not all about what Rangers can do, Paul. For mm. me, Rangers have to improve 20% and, range, and Celtic need to come down a bit from the level they're at as well for Rangers to get past. The Celtic stay at the level that they're at or kick on a wee bit. I don't think Rangers get to them over 38 games. So Rangers need to improve and Celtic also need to dip. Would that be fair, Craig? Yes. Um, on, on the evidence yeah. that we've seen, um, uh, you know, again, I can try to give you another <laughs> argument yeah. but the reality yeah. is that that's clearly Celtic have been uh, the sure. better team yeah. this season they've got stronger depth uh, and, and Rangers need to make significant improvements for, for next season so I, I don't disagree with that 
The manager spoke also about the stability you talked about Ross Wilson going recently. He spoke about the changes at the club. Boardroom stability will, will take place now, won't it? Because John's obviously taken over the chairmanship from, from Douglas. That's someone who did an excellent job handing over to his vice chairman who's going to come in with his energy and ideas. And there's been a couple of changes in terms of uh, Ross going out and then Stuart leaving in the summer and James stepping up. So there will be stability. In terms of the manager position, well, that will come down to how well I do with this squad and and through recruitment and the start of next season and how we finish this the end of this season. I think we're here for our fans. It's important our fans feel that the team's moving in the right direction and that will determine whether a coach stays. But in terms of the infrastructure in the club, I think the club's infrastructure is really strong. If I consider the time when I came into the club first time round to now, the club's in a completely different place. 0808 17 17 700. Craig, a quick word before the break on that. Yeah, no, I just, I'm, I'm positive also because, again, a, a quick look at Ange when he first came into Celtic and we know how chaotic it was. One man really has come in. Okay, he's put his fingerprints all over recruitment. Mm-hmm. So as much as there is gaps to be found or, or improvements to be found, I don't think it's as big in terms of the, you know, you get the right person and then if the, the right players come in, it can change very, very quickly. We've seen it many, many times before. It's not the shambles Celtic was in a couple of years ago no, when Ange came no, in. No, there's, yeah. there's good structure. Sure? There is actually good yeah. infrastructure in terms of, mate, John Bennett now's coming in and a, and a little bit of a restructure. There is stability there. So it can change very, very yeah. quickly also. What's going to happen on Sunday? We'll find out very soon. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! When we get home. Let's go! <laughs> it always comes to me. Not weird. Not weird. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, Craig Moore. Top pro, top guy. Great to have him here on the Go Radio Football Show. Many, many stations want him. Um, but uh, have you been to Azerbaijan? Uh, why, why, why the laughing? No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you... <laughs> Barry will be back on Monday. He's had a couple of days off, so we look forward to seeing him back. But no, Craig, it's great to have you in this week. And Mark as well. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm just uh, getting ready because we're going to give away a Rangers top Oof. now. Signed. 2022-23 top plus £150 with our friends at Pristine Decor. You know them now. They look after your home or business premises, giving it a makeover inside and out. Uh, the outside of the house could do with something, I was just thinking today. So a 2022-23 Rangers home shirt plus £150 cash. The final night. So last night, James from Pollock is in the lead with six correct answers. So if you beat six then you are going to win this prize tonight. It's Ross from Pollock is on the line. Hi, Ross. Hi. How are you? Not too bad, mate, yourself. Good, yeah. Just checking we've got you loud and clear. Craig Moore wants to say hello. How you going, Ross? You well? Not too bad, mate. How are you? Good, pal, good. So is Mark. He's standing by. Good luck, Ross. Right, Ross, shall we just go for it and then we'll talk to you about the game and stuff? Yep. But Inverness against Falkirk. Great. Stand by. Here we go. 45 seconds. See if you're not sure, just say pass. Yeah? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Rangers beats who? 6-1 to win the 2003 title. Which team did they beat 6-1? Pass. Which club did Brian Loudrup leave Rangers for? Uh, uh, Pass. Who's the most red-carded Rangers player of all time? Yeah. 
You might know him. I'm going to go Morelos. I'm Which team Morelos. did Rangers lose the 1967 Cup Winners' Cup final to? So it's the Cup Winners' Cup. 67. German team. Pass. How many stints did Kenny Miller have at Ibrox? How many times? Two. Which Scottish team did James Tavernier score his first goal against? Dundee. Okay, let's just check and see. So the first one, um, it was 6-1 against Dunfermline. So it was the final day of the season. Craig Moore, you remember it very, very well. That particular day, yes, yep. I do. I still, every now and then, have a, a memory of uh, Mikel Arteta running away and all that. It was yeah. a good day. That's it was right, a good day, yeah. the winning penalty, 6-1. Chris yeah. Sutton wasn't so sure, was he? Did ah, he guess, come on, but Chris. <laughs> yeah. Celtic, they, did they get five against... Oh, I don't know. So, not, yeah. not, not enough, I know that. No. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and you you won the treble and yet Celtic won nothing, but they had Seville. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Not yeah. unlike last season, although your old team won the cup last year. Right, so the first one, uh, you got right, yeah? Oh, he got it wrong. Sorry. Okay. Um, Brian Lodrup went to Chelsea. So it was Chelsea. Yeah. The most red-carded player. Yes, you got it right. Alfredo Morelos. Can you believe it? I think it's seven. Is that right? Yeah. So how many stints did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? It was three. Uh, Yeah. James Tavernier scored his first goal against Hibs. So next one. How many Scottish Cups has Stephen Davis won at Rangers? Yeah, I'm going to go with, I'll go four. Four is three, actually. So, just one out. So, you haven't won. I can, well, I'll ask you another nope. couple, just in case, or is that enough torture? Uh, who's going? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, Ross, it's, it's tough. See, when it's live on air, it's so much tougher. Who scored Rangers' first league goal of this season? I know, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. It's, it was Scott Arfield. How many trophies oh. did Big Alex McLeish win with Rangers? Six. Oh, seven. So close. Oh, right. Glenn Kamara came from which club? Oh. A Tayside club. Oh, I'm, I'm going to need to pass. Okay. Right. Tayside Dundee, we're going to go for. And in all competitions, who's Rangers' top scorer this season? Including penalties, there's a clue. Tavernier. James Tavernier. We've got to finish on a high high note. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, listen, it is hard. Craig, you know it as well when we hear hear the performance. Uh, I was struggling to be fair. <laughs> that's a shocker. That's a, that's a straight red. Yeah, mate, a red card and suspension. Oh, no right. need for left that. Four weeks. You there, He's left ah, mate, yeah. no, not at all. Easy target. Yeah. Ross, <laughs> um, will you stay with us for a moment or two? Because that means James from Pollock uh, is the winner. Ross, stay with us. James, congratulations. Yep. How are you doing? Yeah, how are you? Not bad, thanks very much. Yep. You, um, you've won six right last night, so congratulations. We'll get the signed Rangers top to you and also £150 cash. That's Will that go towards your season ticket for next season? So he's won a book, you remember? Oh, that's right. So you do, you work there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a heck of a day. <laughs> I, got, I got three one. So you do. Brilliant. Well, in that case, we're not giving you the 150. We're going to give it to Ross because he took such a... <laughs> I love the way, actually, Oz, you often do a bit, you say, oh, a tonking and stuff like that. That was, that was a bit of a tonking. A, a bit of, oh, that was a bit of a yeah, tonking, yeah. Six, six one. But Ross, you won't care if you win on Sunday. What do you think is going to happen in the Cup semi-final? 
Uh, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I'm really not too sure. They're quite hard games to predict. So, um, but I feel like we need to come out and start strong. Hopefully, hopefully our result. Yeah. What about Tillman? Is this going to be his day where he cements, you know, his place in your kind of affections and also maybe the signing from Germany? Um, you would like to think so. I, I, I definitely think he's he's got great ability. Um, he can be a, he's a fantastic asset to have at the club, totally. But um, hopefully on Sunday, yeah, hopefully he brings his A game and the team can get the result we need. What's your scoreline then? I'm going to go two-one Rangers. Two-one to Rangers. Um, what yeah. do you think yourself, James? I know we spoke uh, last night, and you work at Ibrox. Any insight? Who's playing? Um, who's not? Have you have um, you seen the team? <laughs> no, I, I wish I seen the team. Yeah. I would. I'm ho- hopefully going for three-one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I know. I think there'll be goals, but I definitely think there'll be goals. I think everyone feels that. Let's get the predictions now, Craig. Seriously, well, you get two Rangers yeah. fans on as well. Mm-hmm. We had a Celtic fan an hour ago who won the Celtic top. Craig, yeah. what would you say? What's the scoreline going to be this weekend? I know you think it might be extra time. Arm wrestle, extra time, and I'm going to go for Rangers to to win 2-1. Who are the key people? Who's going to really perform that we'll be talking about on Monday? I I think for Rangers, Tavernier is going to be key. Okay. Uh, and I think that Suta is going to start the match, and I'm thinking he's going to be huge because defensively they need to be strong. Okay, and how are they going to play at the back? Is it going to be three? Oh, well, hope. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they'll play, yeah, sure. they'll, they'll play four at the back. I, I think. Yeah. Look, it'll be four, three, three, four, yeah. two, three, no one. However you want to. Yeah. No change. Mark, what do you reckon? Hey. <laughs> you're, sur- you're surrounded no, here and here by. Uh, no, I've, yeah. I've, I think I've, I think I've tipped Celtic every uh, old firm game this season. Something tells me it's Rangers turn Paul. Right. Something yeah. tells me that Rangers. I think I think it's got tighter. Although I do believe Celtic are, are the better team by quite a bit, to be honest. But Hamden semi final. Um, there's so much riding in this for Michael Beale and the players. That's not to say there's not a lot riding for Celtic. It's a treble, but something tells me that it's going to be Rangers. And something tells it's going to be one. I don't think it's going to be a lot of goals. I think it could just be one goal. That said, I don't really fancy Rangers to get a clean sheet, so I'm kind of contradicting myself. So to answer your question, I'm going to go Rangers 1-0. Okay. Let's hear uh, Michael Beale. While you're both still on, talking about the pitch, because it was a bit controversial, remember a couple of months ago, uh, what does he think? There's been quite a lot of games on the pitch in the last few weeks, various cup finals and, and, and whatnot, and... Listen, I get the scheduling. It has to be the same weekend. It's probably good for the TV as well. But I, yeah, when I saw the the rain this morning and into the afternoon, I, yeah, I was a little bit concerned. But you know, you hear the the national team players speaking about it after the Spain game. But that was a good few weeks ago now. So you're hoping that the pitch might have um, might have improved. And and yeah, we could do with some good weather overnight before the uh, the first semi final, which I think is a cracking semi final for the Scottish Cup and for Scottish football as well. I think the two teams have earned their right to get to the semi final the same way that Rangers and Celtic have. Celtic have. And I wish both those clubs well, and it's a really important game for, for those two clubs as and well. And you heard the latest injury news, the update? Connor trained today, Scott Wright trained today, Ryan Kent, so it's just seeing if they come through okay. Obviously, um, they've all been out for two or three weeks. Um, so, yeah, we have competition. Alex Lowry's back training now. As, as we know, he just missed out on the squad last week, and I believe Adam Devine will probably train tomorrow, but the game might come a little bit too soon for him. 
I think the weather's going to be rubbish on Sunday, guys. Pole, yeah, yeah, it is. Eighty percent chance of rain. Oh, Got the kilt as well. Day as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 But listen, people will be out raising a lot of money. Um, and also, I hope you've a great day at the match. Ross, thanks so much for joining us. What's your What's your final word? Who should we look out for to be a star for you on Sunday? Um, I really think if if does get a star, obviously I think he's 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 got to come out and perform. I feel like he's going to come out and put in a really good performance. John Suter, and he was almost man. Of the, I mean, he was Hearts' best player in the cup final last season, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, he, he was also decent last week against Aberdeen. Yeah. I, I thought he central defender. Man, I just want to see him do his job, and I, I think he's solid enough. Hopefully, he's grown in confidence with the, the minutes that he's been getting under his belt. Ross and Pollock, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, sorry, and James and Pollock, uh, Ross, thank you for that. Well, you are as well, James. How are you feeling then? One hundred and fifty pounds on the way, plus the strip. And you think maybe a victory this weekend? I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a victory. Yep. If we score the first goal, then we just need to don't let don't let the the nerves settle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just first goal's key in an old foreign game. It sure is. Um, the manager spoke about the atmosphere. I think it'll be a fa- fantastic atmosphere that showcase Scottish football in a great way. I think there'll be a lot of colour, a lot of noise in the stadium. It's at the National Stadium as well. So I think it'll be a real good showcase of Scottish football, two good teams. And, uh, and having the 50-50 fans, I think, will we'll make it a fanta- fantastic atmosphere for the players on the pits for sure, but also everybody watching and inside the stadium. James, thanks very much for joining us. No problem. Thanks very much again, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Cheers, James. Thank you. Spread the word. Everyone making the switch at five every evening. And James, another winner on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Yeah, it's uh, nearly there. Talking is nearly over. Looking forward to it. Some good stuff from the managers today, isn't there? Mm, They're both uh, speaking well uh, pre-match. Shall we hear a bit more from Ange Postacoglu speaking about the game? He said he was excited to be back there. Last season semi-final, he said, he basically said, yeah, it still hurts, didn't he, Mark? Earlier on, we heard from him. And we asked him about both sets of fans being in. I think it, it just changes, I guess, the atmosphere of it. There's, there's probably, you know, a more consistent noise because you know irrespective of how the game's going one set of fans uh, will probably be happy with it um you know it was a bit it's a bit weird I, I guess at, at our place anyway when uh, you know when Rangers scored there was uh, silence um you know I don't think you'll get put it this way I don't think you'll get many quiet moments of uh, reflection uh, uh, you know come semi-final day so uh which is great again that's what we all want to be part of I think it's what this game's become synonymous for a fantastic fantastic atmosphere um, great color and uh, like I said hopefully both teams can live up to it you never get a quiet moment's reflection do you in the old firm game Craig I was reading somebody just saying they'd never experienced anything like it oh, especially when we, we have uh, the game at the National Stadium and mm-hmm. it's a 50-50 split you know this is for me um, goes back to my, one of my very first memories Paul uh, was a 50-50 split uh, in, a, in a cup tie at, at Ibrooks. Uh, and for me it blows your mind it really blows your mind I think anybody from anywhere in the world uh, and I've been fortunate enough to play with players from all over the world Paul they all come away saying that is the biggest and best derby I've ever seen or been involved in best in the world Mark the best I've covered, Paul. I mean, I, I hear people talking about you know, the, is it the the, the Buenos Aires well, yeah. uh, derby and Boca Juniors? Yeah. I mean, there's big ones 
down or even like Man United and Leeds and things like that. Oh, but your Chelsea, your Arsenal, Spurs, nah. Liverpool, Everton. Nah. For me, it's, it's 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 not a patch. You know, it's not a derby, but it's the old classical, um, obviously. But um, no, I think you know, and the the, the calibre of player that uh, Craig has played with and against in those derbies for them all to say the same thing. And we're talking about boys, for example, I'd say like a Ronald De Boer who wouldn't say that if he didn't feel it, if he wasn't being genuine and he's played in Barca Real Madrid games, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it is pretty special and the fact that it is a 50-50 split um, at Hamden, it'll be absolutely electric on on Sunday. What is it a one o'clock kick or is it strange? 1.30. 1.30 yeah, yeah, strange for so TV. Come it's Viaplay, isn't it? Yeah, Viaplay yeah. is on. So come uh, 1.30 on Sunday absolutely electric as you know Callum McGregor leads out Celtic as James Tavernier uh, leads out Rangers it's, it's going to be a very very special occasion who's going to be on the telly I saw Martin O'Neill in the papers today yeah, and Ma- last night Martin online up for, up for the so, game no doubt Ali McCoy still be um, involved yeah good, they'll, good they'll, they'll, be, they'll be yep. rolling out all the all the big hitters for, for that game and uh, and rightly so and Martin O'Neill I think he was asked um, how would his side of what 2000 2001 2002 that era up against yeah. your Rangers how would they do against the current Celtic side now you played against them mm-hmm. what do you think Craig would you be edging towards the team of 2000 yes yes uh, again I, I know that it's, I, I'm looking at what was personally up against me in my time and you, you look at uh, Hearts and Sutton mm-hmm. and Larson mm-hmm. uh, was was incredible. I know Kyogre's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I just think in terms of back then, both Rangers and Celtic, I thought I thought that they were two amazing teams mm-hmm. um, going toe to toe for for a yeah. number of years back then. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I covered a lot of that era, um, and um, you know, as much as the Celtic team's really good, and as much as I've got an outstanding manager, I, I think the team of you know. Um, 2000 to 2003 mm. the players that, that, that Craig's mentioned you know Larson Hartson Sutton Petrov Lambert Mialbi Lennon Thompson. Baldy Thompson yeah. um, you know McNamara yeah. you know I mean you, you, you could um, go on and on um, no that was a for me that was a very very special Celtic team and the current Celtic team's got a, a bit of a distance to go Let's get the update if you missed it earlier. Short updates from the managers on who's fit for the weekend. Uh, last week, everyone got through unscathed and uh, Abada, Jota and Ray have trained all week, so they're available. Um, Forrest uh, is probably another week or so away. Do you want to give us your teams in a moment or two then? So let's hear also from Michael Beale, the injury update. Connor trained today, Scott Wright trained today, Ryan Kent, so it's just seeing if they come through okay. Obviously, um, They've all been out for two or three weeks. Um, so, yeah, we have competition. Alex Lowry's back training now. As as we know, he just missed out on the squad last week. And I believe Adam Devine will probably train tomorrow, but the game might come a little bit too soon for him. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motor manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and Mark Guidi. So, well done to our two winners tonight winning £150 each plus well one's got Ross just a few moments ago has got the Rangers top and Martin the signed Celtic top they're both signed and thanks very much to Pristine Decor the home and business premises makeover specialists I think we'll call them Craig yep. and they're going to look after that competition 
over the last few days. It's been good fun, hasn't it, Mark? Do you enjoy that one there? Yep. Yeah, really it's good. good. Yep, yep. Excellent. Really good. I like the wee competitions. And I have to say, the, the Martin, who won the, the oh, Celtic oh. jersey, absolutely exceptional. Clean sweep. Yeah. Nine out of nine. And then 11 out of 11 when we added on the extra ones. And I know for Ross, it is tough. I think that's what it was earlier on. I was trying to think what, was, what we were laughing about there. But uh, when you go on live, you can sometimes get the amounts wrong. £150 is uh, the winning prize. Well done, everyone. Who's going to get the prize in the championship? So let's start tonight. Dundee against Cove Rangers. Who wants to take that one first? If Dundee want to win this title yeah. tonight. Um, yeah, Dundee are looking really good yeah. for Paul. Cove Rangers got a really impressive win at a broth uh, last weekend to keep themselves right in the hunt to stay up. Uh, do you know what? I'm... I'm going to go for Cove Rangers to get a 1-1 draw at Dead. So it takes it to the last day of the yes. season at the top. Yep. Yeah. Wow, and also I can hear Barry will be thinking as a you know a Hamilton area boy, he'll be wishing that uh, Cove wouldn't do so well. What do you think tonight? I'm thinking mm-hmm. that Dundee, mm-hmm. um, at home, you win the game, you promote it. You're, it. You're, you're, yep. you're, you're champions, Victor you're, in, you're into yep. the Premiership. I think with all that's at stake and all in play for, for Dundee, I think they're going to be too strong uh, for Cove Rangers. I think it'll be quite comfortable. I'm going to go for a 2 or 3 nil. Right, so it's not going to go to the last day of the season, no. which would be... No, which... No, in some ways... Yeah, yeah. for the neutral, sure. I guess, is, yeah. is not great, but I'm sure for the Dundee supporters, if they get that result tonight, we'll be absolutely over the moon. Yeah, because Dundee going on 59 points, Queen's Park on 58, and then Inverness on 55... Partick Thistle in 53, A United in 52, and A United led for a time, didn't they? Morton, just outside it, on 51. And then it's the Gulf. There's 42 points to Wraith Rovers, Abro 33, Hamilton 30, Cove Rangers on 30. So Air are playing Wraith Rovers tomorrow, Morton against Queen's Park, and Queen's uh, Partick Thistle against Arbroath. I'll just ask you, Mark, what do you reckon Morton, Queen's Park? Are Queen's going to stay in there, get a win? Yeah, Capital tomorrow. I mean, again, you know, Morton have still got a chance of getting into the uh, the playoffs. But I th- it's a tough yeah, one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it tough is. team, Morton. But I'll, I'll base it on the fact that I think Dundee will drop points tonight and therefore Queen's Park will go and think, do you know what? It serves for the taking yeah. and Queen's mm. Park will get the win. Does that mean you think then that Queen's Park are going to come up? Or we'll ask you next week when they play oh, Dundee. Nice week. <laughs> yeah, come back next week. Hey, boot hey, that up the yeah, park. Cliche, one game at a time. Exactly. <laughs> He's been too long following the big stories, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Big story coming uh, any any year now. <laughs> Well, it's been, right. it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> We're talking about me. So, uh, and the other games tomorrow: Air against Wraith Rovers, Patrick Thistle against Arbroath. The Jags uh, did so well for so long. Are they going to win tomorrow? What do you think, Craig? Yep, home. Uh, yeah, I think they'll be too strong. Uh, it's been an indifferent season for Patrick Thistle, yeah. but I still think they should be uh, too strong for Arbroath. Chris Dolan, though, has got them. He had them in the run there, didn't he, Mark? And uh, they'll be looking forward to next season. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. You know he's got them going, and I think Partick will get into the to the playoffs, Playoff. and I think yep. they'll get the victory uh, tomorrow. Right. Okay. They've had some huge wins as well during mm. the season. It's been bizarre. I mean, they all want to win it, but sometimes you think, does any of them want to actually take it? Yeah. They've yeah. all it's been had a little great bit spells, like. then yep. dips. Yep. Um, so tomorrow, what about the game? Let's go first of all to Falkirk against Inverness Cali Thistle. I know we did speak about it earlier on. I wonder what else we can we can add to it. It's a, it's a massive boost for both clubs, Mark, money wise. I mean, yeah. this is well into the six figures, maybe oh, maybe it, seven figures. Listen, it's it's a it's a lifeline for both clubs. Yeah. I mean, it's well documented. Inverness yeah. have had financial uh, issues. 
this season Falk are always a club that you know, will never be too far away you know they're, they're, they're well looked after now you know within their budgets but um, yeah financially it's a real a real boost to both of them if you're asking me for a prediction Paul I'm going to go for Inverness to win 2-1 after extra time mm. right extra time yeah. yeah ok so what do you think Craig yeah look I, I'm also um, thinking that Inverness are going to be too strong in this match but I do think it will be tight so certainly no surprise uh, for it to go to ex- extra time but I can I can only see a goal in it you know so I'll go for 1-0 uh, Inverness Cali and I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it did happen actually in extra time and good luck to to, well, to everybody but uh, Stephen our own Stephen again yeah, who was, he was yeah, in great yeah. form last night he was on with yeah. Leanne Crichton um, I didn't ask Leanne who she who thought she would win because I think yeah, she's doing the cool comms she? yes, she's, yeah. she's doing is it on radio cool, it's on cool the telly comms, yeah, the, yeah. So that's game. on BBC tomorrow, isn't it? BBC, yep. you've okay. got that game And then tomorrow. via play yeah. um, well, for the, for or, on Sunday. Um, one happen. of the headlines today, but I mean, it's, it's it's not silly season, clearly, but agents are busy. But we mentioned it last night in the programme, just a quick word on it, the AK Athens winger, Levy Garcia. They're saying a £4 million target for Celtic. He scored last weekend against Olympiacos. Mark, anything in this? Paul, I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, <laughs> if you want to join the dots, you know, yeah. Garcia... Um, has played in Israeli football. He's obviously got a connection to it, and Celtic have got very good contacts in Israeli football. You know, you, you go back to, um, you know, obviously uh, Abada, Effie yep. um, Ambrose came from uh, Israeli football. Right. Um, oh God, his name escapes me. He went to Brighton. He went to yeah. Brighton. Yeah, he was a good player. Yeah, I know. Boy in the middle of the park, decent player. I forget. And all the way back, you go to Al Berkovic, who I see was having a pop at Scottish football the other day. So yeah, it wouldn't. Um, surprise and the bottom line is Paul all big clubs now they're scouting all over Europe they're not just games here and, and you know nicking down the M6 to watch a game they scout far and wide there's a massive database and if they get a wee sniff of somebody that should be on the radar they're on a plane and they're over and they're taking a look Yep I see Borna Barisic was speaking this afternoon as well um Berin Kayal, sorry. Uh, well Berin done, Kayal. Yes. Indeed, yep. He went to Brighton yep. uh, until just what, about a year and a half ago. I think he was still there with the Seagulls. And Callum McGregor has been speaking as well ahead of the big games. Talking's just about over. Just to talk about the pitch. Are you any concerned about it because of the weather? Tomorrow's supposed to be dry, but it's been pretty wet today. Sunday, it's going to be quite a bit of rain yeah, I think but look as a, as a showpiece obviously people want to see a, a beautiful pitch they want to see the sun out um, that's that's the ideal Paul but um, we know that at times it's not ideal I certainly never had an issue in terms of the pitch was, was slightly uh, weathered Mark because pr- it's a bit of a leveller it's a bit of a leveller nothing did you not in terms of your style and a, in, a, in a big game like would you not yeah. a pref- your personal preference you maybe would have preferred it that way I wasn't too bothered. I think a lovely yeah. pitch. You can yeah. go and you yeah. can pass the ball. Absolutely no problems. But I tell you what, when when it's not a nice pitch and it's a little bit bobbly or you can't play in certain areas and it, and, and it becomes an arm wrestle, a battle, I, I didn't mind that either. Not to say that I come out on top all the time, but hopefully it's a good pitch and we see great football being played. Well, ask, I want to know your teams, who you would play this weekend, oh. Craig and Mark. Just before that, final words from the managers. First, Ange Postacoglu. I take a sort of consistent approach to that in that, you know, the team I put out there that's going to start is the team I think gives us the best chance of, of you know, performing at the levels we want to um, with the full knowledge that, you know, we can change that, um, you know, when we have the, the quality of players we do that, that don't start. So, you know, with all these things, it's, again, 
what I've really tried to be with the lads is really consistent every week. Um, you know, it's not just about, you know, performances in previous weeks. It's not just about um, training performance. It's, you know, all these factors are, are into it. And then, you know, my thoughts going into a game is I select, you know, a starting lineup that I think is, gonna, like I said, is going to give us the best chance to perform at the levels we need to against, the, you know, whatever the opponent is. And like I said, always with the knowledge that we can change that if, if required. So, yeah, I guess to, to put it, the best way is I'm, I'm going to put out the team that I think gives us the best chance of success. Mark, if it was you, what would you do? Celtic team? Yep. Uh, my Celtic team starting 11, Paul, and I'm only kind of thinking over one position, but Hart okay. and Goals, back four, Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Starfield, Taylor, no my midfield three, McGregor, Hitati, and Iwata, front three, Jota, Kyogo, Maida. And the only one would be, if there's a doubt, over Hitati, I would bring in O'Reilly and possibly O'Reilly instead of Iwata, but that that would be my starting eleven. Okay, Craig, what do you think of his Celtic lineup? Yeah, no, and what do you think, Angel? No, do it's, it, yeah. it's decent. I look, I mean, Angel's for me. It's just what, what uh, decisions he makes on the players that have just come back. Uh, you know, does he throw them all in? I don't. I don't believe he will, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Jota uh, and also Hitati start. Um, but look, for me, in regards to, to, to the Rangers, you're talking about my team first. Yeah, your team, Craig My, Morris, my yeah. term. Uh, I would, McGregor, uh, Barisic, Suter, Goldson, Tav, Lundstrom, Raskin, and Tillman as a, a three in midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Sakala, Morelos, and Kent. Right, or oh, you're going for Kent. A team, team, yeah. The team that I think mm-hmm. Rangers will go with is, is McGregor, Barisic, Suter, Goldson, Tav, Lundstrom, Raskin, uh, and Campwell as your midfield three, mm-hmm. uh, Sakala, Tillman, and Morelos as your forward three. Right, okay. uh, sorry, Campwell will be out on the left, and I think Tillman will prevent or try to stop Callum McGregor. Mark, what do you make of Craig's team? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got Ryan Jack in there instead of um, Lundstrom. Is Jack injured? Is he yeah. out? Is yeah. he out? Okay, well, I'll go Lundstrom. Well, unless, unless, look, you know what it's like. Um, there okay, could be I'll a surprise. Go, but, no, yeah. I'll go Lundstrom then. Okay, definitely that puts it in. Listen, I wouldn't have Ryan, Kant, Ryan Kent um, yeah. in my starting 11. No, I would have Tavernier, Golson, Suter and Barisic. I wouldn't have Davis in the team. Um, Lundstrom and Raskin. And then a you know a, a striker of Morelos with Tillman, Cantwell, and, and Sakala, you know whatever way you want yeah. to shape the team up. I'd be so tempted to leave Alfredo Morelos out my starting mm-hmm. eleven. I really would, but I tell you why I don't think the manager will do it. It's because I think certain players have got an attitude that if they're on the bench, they're fine with that, and they're <laughs> zoomed in and, and they're on it. I think you lose Morelos if you don't start him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good substitute. I think he'd be a, a restless player they have about the camp. Yeah. Yep. So therefore, I think you've got. If you want to get anything out of them, I think you got. You, you've got to start them. But I'd be very, very tempted um, not to start them and, and find a different way. But um, I certainly wouldn't have Ryan Kent in the starting eleven. No. Come back to that in a moment. Here's Michael Beale. His final word. Just need to bring the best of ourselves, and uh, the games have been reasonably tight, and and they've been won and lost on mistakes. And it's important that we we bring our best effort and we bring our best performance and. Again, like in in the penalty boxes, will be decisive. And, and in the game a couple of weeks ago, I thought we performed overall quite well. Um, but we just need to eradicate one or two things defensively. I think. So the seven million pound player, the most expensive player, and Mark wouldn't play him. Would yeah, you agree with him? I know you didn't, but yeah. No, and the reason why I would still have Morelos and Kent in my uh, starting lineup, Mark, is because clearly uh, they're not going to be at the club next year. 
Uh, so I think that personally, that there's huge, huge motivation to to want to go out in a in a in a really, really big way for the football club. Personally, doing very, very well, winning your last old firm match. Oh, sorry, there's another league one to come in terms yeah. of sem- yeah, semi final. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and also they're playing for their futures. So I, I think mm. that sometimes that personal motivation for a player playing for a contract, okay, it's not at Rangers, it's elsewhere, is quite significant at times. It's Rangers Cup final, isn't it? This is. Yeah. For this season, Mark, it should be some game. Do you know the good thing is we haven't mentioned the refereeing. We haven't talked about VAR, yeah. but it's there for both well, games. Willie Collins got it. Willie's yeah. Willie's 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 in charge. Who's the VAR ref? Uh, I, 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 I did see. Sure. I did see yeah. it a few days ago. I mean, we haven't spoken is about it Kevin him. But Clancy, no, maybe no. Could no. be, but but it's Willie Collins. Yeah. Let's hope he has a good game. Yeah, it's one of our top. Yeah. I, I like Willie um, Paul. I really do. You know, a lot of time for Willie. He's a good man. Um, listen, what you think of his refereeing? He has his ups and downs, but he, you know, he knows the, the he knows the game, um, and I hope he has a a good ninety minutes. But it's not just about the referee. No. You have relying yep. on VAR to help you. You're relying on VAR to be um, a proper assistant to the match referee, not a hindrance. And they've got to help guide them, you know, because they're making key decisions as well. So uh, very much a team effort in terms of a match officials but yeah I wish Willie the best of luck and I'm sure he'll have a good 90 minutes Craig? Yeah I'll, I'll echo that Echo that. you know I want to be in a position where we're talking about a great game of football sure mistakes may be made by players that, that, that see goals during the, the match uh, hopefully the referee Willie has a, has a great game and also VAR and at the top of the game coaches are talking about their players needing to be at the best we need that also for the officials fingers crossed that's the case Craig thanks so much Always a pleasure working with you. You too, Mark. We've upped the budget and you're back Paul. three days next week. <laughs> the top man, there'll be some the great stuff. Sunday's yeah, well to to. Thank we'll you very much. Well. Yeah, nearly 14,000 people will be there. Wow. And listen, everyone, take care this weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy it tomorrow. Good luck to Stephen. But Inverness against Falkirk and uh, the big two on Sunday. Enjoy it for the fans. It's really important, isn't it? Behave. 50,000, 25,000 each. Yeah, enjoy it. Um, as you say, Paul, stay safe and enjoy the, week, the holiday weekend. The news is next and then it's Zoe. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.